Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Oh, another side effect that I've experienced, my nipples are so hard and so sensitive. I mean, I can literally key someone's car with my nipples. I can tell when it's going to rain. Like I feel everything. I can feel when someone misses me through my nipples. It's Violet Benson, your favorite meme queen and the big sis you didn't ask for, but need a welcome to Almost Adulting. Almost Adulting. Almost Adulting. Are you ready? Hello, besties, and welcome to a brand new Almost Adulting, the largest self-love podcast and movement, your number one destination for personal growth, mental health, and transformation. I am your big sister and your host, Violetta. Quick reminder to hit the subscribe button if you're currently listening on Spotify or on Apple. Today's episode is a Tuesday Benson Knows Best episode. And today's episode is super special, but it's audio only. Aside from today's episode, we are now on YouTube. So go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. So you will be able to watch all of the almost adulting episodes on YouTube. And make sure you just, you know, hit the notification button so you never miss an episode again. So since this month, we are all about creating luck and manifesting. I have decided to create my own luck by freezing my eggs. It's a journey that I've recently been talking about that I've been doing. I even had my doctor, Dr. Gadir from Southern California Reproductive Center, join me in a podcast interview a Thursday or two Thursdays ago. So make sure you check it out if you haven't listened to it yet. It's very informative and it kind of covers everything you need to know. Today on our episode, Benson Knows Best, we're going to keep it short, we're going to keep it sweet. But I've got so many questions from so many of you women asking me about my journey through freezing my eggs. I was honestly so surprised about how many women were thinking of doing this or were scared of doing this and really wanted me to share my experience. So although I've also shared my experience via my stories on my personal Instagram, and also I've added it into the highlights of my profile, for many of you who maybe don't follow me or you miss the stories or you don't, you're not a photo person, you're more of a verbal person, you need to listen, then I decided to have this episode being as honest and transparent as possible about my experience. Has it been easy? Some things. Has it also been difficult? Yeah. I mean, am I constipated as fuck? Yes. <laughs> Do I remember the last time I went to the bathroom? No. <laughs> am my ovaries huge at this point? Yes. Do I need to go pee every five minutes? Yes. I'm currently, while I'm recording this, on day 14 of my egg freezing process. To many people's surprise, it's only between 12 to 14 to 16 days of egg freezing before you're done with your journey, if everything goes according to plan. Of course, people have uh, different journeys. The reason I'm choosing to share my experience is because I made the decision when I started doing this to not go on Reddit and to not 
read stories from other people. And when I talk, saying stories, I'm talking about horror stories. Because I think if you go and read the stuff out there, it is like a bloodbath. And it's so scary when you start to read those things. So my mom told me, do not read what other people are saying and just go through your own experience. And that's what I've done. And I've done my best to kind of just get through it and then document it. So when you will be listening to this episode, I will then be done with my egg freezing process. Today, tonight, I will be doing my trigger shot after going through 14 days of egg freezing process. And when I'm talking about triggering myself, I am referring to a trigger shot. I am not referring to triggering or triggers the same way people on the internet get triggered over everything. (laughs) Just me existing because they secretly need therapy, not Instagram. But I'm talking about triggering or trigger shot in a way that once I trigger myself tonight, I will then be ready for egg retrieval procedure in 48 hours after my shot, which I will be doing Friday. I'm recording this episode on a Wednesday. And when you'll be listening to this on a Tuesday, I will be recovering in bed. My doctor, Dr. Gadir, is the one that's going to do my procedure. And I currently have, I think, 40 follicles. I know it's a lot, especially for my age. I'm 34 years old. I will now tell you everything you've wanted to know from my experience, okay? The reason I have so many follicles is because I have PCOS. It's one of the reasons I was on birth control for so many years. When I got off of birth control and I gained 10 pounds, which I couldn't lose, and I started to get acne on my chest and on my back and on my face, it was because I had PCOS. I didn't even realize that's what was happening. I didn't realize why it was such a struggle for me. It took me over six months to lose that weight. It was because of my hormone imbalance. I have so much estrogen in my body, which is one of the reasons you can produce loads of follicles. Just because you produce so many follicles, it doesn't mean that all of the eggs inside the follicles will be mature. So just because I have 40 follicles, I could still only have 10 mature eggs. It seems that we are lucky enough to hopefully extract over 30 healthy eggs. That is a big deal. I will say not many women I've spoken to in my DMs have not been as fortunate when it comes to their fertility journey. And I will say it took me so long to decide to freeze my eggs. A, I thought it was supposed to be super painful, super long, and I was wrong. B, I thought it was going to cost a lot of money. I had no idea that insurance can cover half of it. C, I had my own issues with my own body that I refused to admit to myself. The first one, which I talked about in my episode with Dr. Gadir, when I asked him all those questions, was I admitted the fact that it doesn't matter how far we are in society. There are certain things ingrained in us as women. And one of them is that our purpose in this world is to give birth and to have children. We are now in a world where we are very independent. We are, most of us, many of us live in first world countries and there's more to life than kids. Many of us have now made the decision to not have kids, which is okay too. But many of us, including myself, still want kids, but we're not ready. I'm in my thirties, I'm 34, and I still don't feel ready for kids. And it made me feel a lot of shame deep down. I felt like there was something wrong with me that I'm not following what my body is meant to do. And even though I emotionally don't feel like I'm ready for kids, I feel like there's so much more in my life that I want to experience 
Physically, I knew that my uterus did not give a shit and that my uterus was aging even though I wasn't ready to age. So that's one fear that I already had in the back of my head. The second fear that I had, I felt that freezing my eggs would mean that I was failing myself by not doing it naturally, by getting pregnant and finding a person, when in reality, I'm not ready for marriage. And it's hard to admit that because again, as a woman, it feels like it's my biological clock, quote unquote, and it's something I have to do, which I don't, but I can't help but feel those feelings because it's been ingrained in us for so long. And lastly, because I've been on birth control since I was 17 until I was 33, I had this fear in the back of my head that I was infertile. I had this fear that I would find out that I can't have kids. And I almost prefer to never find out than to actually try and then find out. And then again, I would feel like I failed my own body. Like the one purpose that supposedly God gave me as a woman, I can't have or produce, which again, silly, but I'm just being as transparent as possible with you about these dark thoughts and emotions that many of us women experience because of the pressure society puts on us. And as much as you want to sit around there and be positive or a positive influence on other people, I can't help but still have those thoughts that have been ingrained in me since I was a young girl. Anyway, I'm so thankful I decided to finally go through with it. It was because last year I got to see one of my girlfriends, Shay Marie, go through the egg freezing process and watching her go through it kind of put me at ease and made me realize that maybe it wasn't as scary as I thought it was going to be. And then when I decided to go through it and I saw how many women reached out to me, it made me feel so happy that I was doing it. One, I found out that I'm incredibly fertile. I had no idea. Two, I found out I have PCOS, which explained so many things that I didn't understand before. So see, I got to find out that being on birth control for so long does not prevent you from being fertile. Then I also got to connect with so many amazing women all over the internet who are going through egg freezing process or IVF, including many women that were not as lucky as me when it comes to being fertile. And they had to go through this process three to five times in order to get enough eggs. People with PCOS like me will always have usually loads of follicles. But again, like I said in, in the beginning, not all of those will be mature eggs. Again, I'm lucky enough to have hopefully over 30 mature eggs, which is not a common thing. I'm surprised myself, trust me. But now I wanted to answer a lot of your questions that you had. Okay, number one, I am still taking Adderall and I've been still taking Adderall while going through my egg freezing process. I didn't have to stop taking it. So I felt lucky about that because as someone who's been taking it for years now, I would have gone through withdrawals the last two to three weeks if that was the case. Secondly, the cost, it's between, realistically, it's between $10,000 to $20,000. And I'm talking about going through the egg freezing process just once. And this also includes your yearly fee to store your eggs. I'm paying $750 to store my eggs per year. There is hope though, because insurance covers most of it. I think I talked to this one woman that instead of her paying out of pocket like 18,000, she paid $5,000 out of pocket because insurance covered the rest. But it's something you have to specifically ask your employer about to make sure that it will cover for you. It's something that just doesn't just naturally come with your 
health insurance, you have to request for it. So if this is something you're interested in, then you do it. Next, a lot of people are wondering, why are you freezing your eggs? The reason you should freeze your eggs starting in your late 20s or even this age is because my age, mid-30s, or even late 30s, by the way, I have friends who just froze their eggs when they're 40. And to even have five healthy eggs is still very amazing and you shouldn't give up. But the reason you should freeze, consider freezing your eggs is if you're not ready to have a baby right now, then when you're a little older, you can put the eggs that you had from that previous age into your uterus that's now older. Because a few years from now, you will not have the same experience with the same amount of eggs. So that's one of the reasons. Another reason why people freeze their eggs is because let's say you have a baby in your 30s. Let's say, let's say you have a baby at 29. You can extract some eggs out of you at that age. So then when you're 35 and you're ready for more children, you can use the eggs that you had when you were 29 into your 35-year-old uterus. Then other reasons people use it is if they are going through chemo and they want to preserve their eggs before they go through chemo, which will, I think, kill the eggs. Okay, up next is, while I've been going through my egg freezing process the last 14 days, I had to go in to the doctor's office every other day and draw my blood every other day. It's very serious. They do not mess around. So first you start with getting your blood work done and an ultrasound. That's where you kind of get to find out how many follicles you have on each side of your uterus. And then you get to find out what's going on in your blood. Then they prescribe you the shots. Everyone is different. I have friends who had a shot, one shot for seven nights, and then they added another one and so on. I shared a schedule on my Viola Benson Instagram, which kind of shows you everything on my schedule. But basically my schedule was that I was doing three shots every single night. And then the following week I added a Z-Pack, which was these antibiotics I had to take for, I think, six days. I think also the following week I added another shot. So I was taking four shots. Today is when I will be getting triggered. And that is something I'm doing tonight. So my egg retrieval procedure is in two days. And when you will listen to my podcast, I will be in bed by then and done and have taken all my eggs out. And hopefully I will have as many as we think we will have. I'm just hoping over 25 eggs is more than enough for me. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. 
That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. I was supposed to actually take my trigger shot earlier in the week than today, but I have three interviews tomorrow. And luckily my doctor allowed me to take two extra days to be able to finish all the work that I need before I will be in bed for the next two, three days. Because, you know, I still got to pay my mortgage. (laughs) So now let's dive into my shots. The shots are not as bad as people make them seem. Okay, I promised you. I literally towards the end felt like I'm a chemist. Like I passed chemistry in high school, even though I didn't. I felt like I was creating meth in a meth lab in my house. It was so fun. I was just like mixing different things. And after the first or second shot of getting it all right, it just becomes easy and you just inject yourself really easily. Injecting myself has been the easiest of everything else I've had to do. I think a lot of us fear the fear of needles more than the actual pain of it. And I will tell you, everything is psychological. In a Thursday episode this month, I will actually be sharing with you these amazing experiments that I've read about where it shows how much it connects our mind to our physical. So when you believe something to be really bad, it will then affect you physically in a painful way as well, even if it wasn't supposed to be painful. So for me, I think of things logically. I was supposed to do these shots regardless. I signed up for this. I knew what I signed up for this. I knew I was going to go through 14 days or whatever days, how many days doing shots in order to freeze my eggs. I knew there was no one here to hold my hand or tell me it's going to be okay. I knew I was doing this on my own. Knowing this, I told myself, look, the shots, they're not going to be like a ride at Six Flags. It's not going to be joyful. I'm going to feel a pinch or two, but guess what? I have to just fucking do it and move on with my life. Because what is the point for me to stress myself out, to be scared, to have a panic attack every single day when regardless, I will have to be doing these shots. So now not only will I be in physical pain, but I will be in emotional and mental pain. And for what? Something that I chose to do, which is why I decided to just get through it. And that's what I did. I've been getting through it. And I knew that if something bad happens, then I will deal with it. But there's no point to scare myself or to hurt myself when I still have to go through this with something that I chose to do. So that really kind of helped me. Aside from that, during the last 14 days, I will say there's some things you can't do. You can take Adderall, but you cannot drink, not even sip. You cannot do any other drugs unless your doctor tells you it's okay. You cannot take any aspirin products because I think it's because it thins your blood. There's no fucking... (laughs) No penis going inside of your vagina. I'm not sure about anally because I, I do know God has a back door and it's your butthole. So I'm not sure whether or not you can still have anal or give head or get eaten out. So definitely ask your doctor <laughs> if you guys are close. But I just know you really can't, don't put anything inside your vaginal hole. I can't even take baths. That's another thing. You can't take baths. You can't exercise, which, you know, God willing, I haven't in a year now. So I'm good on in that area. Another thing that you can't do, you can't have massages because you literally are in a way pregnant because you are rapidly growing your uterus and you're growing 
the eggs inside of you. They become so big. I will say from my experience, everyone warned me about being bloated. I have not been that bloated at all. Like I think I will be super bloated today and tomorrow right before my procedure. And I have been told that I will be bloated also for a week or so after my eggs get taken out. A few side effects that I have experienced have been headaches, fatigue. I am literally back to being a baby. Every other day when I come home from getting my blood drawn and from all the vitamins that I have to take and from the shots, I get so tired throughout the day. Like even Adderall is not helping me. And I've been taking afternoon naps and it has been taking a lot of my time. So from driving to the doctor appointments and then to the blood work appointments and then mixing all my needles and then injecting myself and then taking naps it has been very time consuming. So fatigue is definitely a thing. I've been getting headaches. I am prone to migraines. So it has been getting worse for me with migraines. So I have been able to take Excedrin for my migraines. Even the, um, That's something a doctor told me that I can do here and there. You should drink more water. I've been really bad with that, I won't lie. But that's something you need. You need to hydrate a lot. I haven't felt that moody, like people said. I think I cried only twice in the last 14 days. I first cried after the first day of my shots because I think it was the first time where I was experiencing all these hormones. And then afterwards, once I logically understood that my feelings don't belong to me, it has to do with my hormones, I've been kind of chilling through. And plus, I haven't had time to cry because I'm sleeping most of the time. <laughs> so I will say I've been having nightmares. And the last couple of days right before my egg retrieval, I haven't slept well. I'm not sure why, but yeah. And I would say two days ago, I felt really sick because I've been very, very, very constipated. So that is one side effect that I've really experienced. <laughs> Not the bloatiness, but the constipation. That shit is serious. LOL, no pun intended. So that's that. But I've, I've been told that if you take magnesium, that should help you with your constipation. The worst injection that I've had to do from all my current... Inj so the injections that I've taken for me personally has been something called Gonal F, Menopore, Omnitrope, Z-Pak, Cetroid. So I will be honest, I probably mispronounced all of these. The worst one that I've enjoyed the least has been Menopore. The mixing gave me so much anxiety and I messed up the mixing twice. And that really freaked me out. That was more, that gave me more anxiety than actually trying to inject myself. It was the mixing of the medication. But luckily... I've had such an amazing support group from so many of you who have gone through this that when I freaked out about something, I got DMs about, hey, you're not alone. I've also messed up my mixing. So if you're going through this or you will be going through this, don't freak out if you mess up your mixing. It's normal. And in the end, I didn't even need to order more of this menopore medicine. I ended up actually using exactly how much I needed and today was my, yesterday was my last day of using it. So, which thank God, because I'm out of it. What else is there? Today, which is two days prior to my egg retrieval, I am doing two shots that will trigger me, <laughs> that will trigger something. 
And then I will be taking some pill, not through orally, but putting in my vagina (laughs) for the next eight days. So two days prior to my egg retrieval, and then six days afterwards, along with, I will need to administer four more days of cetroid shot in my stomach four days after the egg retrieval in order to kind of balance out my hormones. And then it will be over. I think a few days after that, I will finally stop being bloated. I have been told to do my best and to clear my stomach from any constipation prior to my egg retrieval. So shout out to enemas, am I right? Although my doctor did say he prefers I didn't do that. He prefers I do, I drink prune juice or beet juice or take magnesium. As myself being an anal queen, I'm kidding. I'm not an anal queen of, I used to do anal with my first boyfriend. I haven't done anal in so long, but I am pretty familiar <laughs> with enemas. I'm, I'm just trying to make some jokes to kind of ease through all the information I've just been giving you, although I'm not kidding. I'm also glad that I've been able to discuss my PCOS because I didn't realize how many other women have this. So there's that. Like I said, everyone has a different plan of meds and dosages depending on your body. And I will say then the beginning of my shots, I felt nauseous at first, but then it went away. Also, one thing that's been going on is I felt less hungry because of all the shots I've been putting in my body and all also the vitamins I've had to take because I'm deficient in so many areas, I've, it's been making me full. But that's one of the reasons I got sick a couple of days ago because I did my shots really quick without eating. So don't be a dum-dum like me. Some vitamins that I had to take right now during this process have been, these, again, these are for me, are COQ10, then Naturally Smart for Women capsules. I don't know what that is. DHA supplement. It's some dietary supplement for pregnancy and nursing mothers. And then lastly, I've been taking vitamin D3, which because I'm vitamin D deficient. Oh, another side effect that I've experienced, my nipples are so hard (laughs) and so sensitive. I mean, I can literally key someone's car with my nipples. I can tell when it's going to rain. Like I feel everything. I can feel when someone misses me through my nipples. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Then the other side effect that I've experienced that some told me they've experienced during pregnancy as well. And some said, what the F are you talking about? Keep it to yourself. I felt like, or I feel that my labia has been joining the party. My labia before was keeping to herself. She was a shy girl. She was hiding in her home. Now, ever since I've been doing all these injections, I feel more moist down there. And my labia has come out to party. She's ready to rage. She's ready to experience a partying life for once in her life. And I'm like, girl, get back in there, you know, go home. It's not safe. And she's like, no, I want to say hello to all of your friends. And I'm like, not today. So that's been different. I've also sometimes feel like I'm leaking (laughs) from down there. I'm not going to lie. Not leaking, but it's like some moisture or something. I'm just being as transparent as possible that although I haven't experienced some of the symptoms other women have, like the overly bloated and fear of needles and moodiness, I have experienced the nipples, the Audi labia, 
some leakage from my private part that I have to wear underwear, headaches, and fatigue. So yeah, I mean, is that a downside? A bit, but can I tell the future now with my nipples? Yeah. So, you know, I'm always seeing the glass half full type of thing. Then eventually with the ultrasounds, you're going to become a pro because you do them every two days. So at first I was just very shy and uncomfortable with this nine inch long thing going inside of me. But after the first week, you just spread your legs open. You're just like, okay, here we go again. I will say it has confused me. How come we moan when a penis goes inside of us or fingers, but we don't moan when the ultrasound goes inside of you? I know it's a really stupid question, but I've genuinely been thinking about this for a while now. The last 14 days, I was like, why am I not moaning? (laughs) But maybe because I'm not attracted to my nurses or it wasn't a sexual situation. I don't know. I'm just saying. It made me think, was I have always been faking in sex? Because how can I not moan through the, I mean, the thing they put inside of you is bigger than some of the men I've been with. I will say that. Again, just trying to <laughs> loosen up the situation. This is a lot of information that I'm giving you. It's very serious stuff. My triggering shots are super serious. They do not fuck around. Right now, I have to take my first shot at exactly a specific time tonight. And then tomorrow... I have to take a specific shot at exactly specific time, two other shots. And the way the next two days, it's literally by the book schedule. I can't mess up. And I'm someone who's always lay on everything. Like this time I cannot in order for everything to go according to plan. The one thing I'm least excited about two things is being bloated for a week or longer after the egg retrieval. And the second one, the fact that I have to put a pill up my vagina hole for the next eight days. It's like, have I not endured enough? (laughs) Please. So I don't know what's about to happen to my underwear for the next eight days, but I'm, I have a feeling I will be throwing them out. (laughs) So yeah. One thing people told me to get has been a heating pad which I bought a heating pad on off of Amazon. And I think people told me to buy some electrolytes. So I've gone that as well. I think that's about it. I think I answered as many questions as I could. I may tune back in and give you a small little, little part about me post my procedure. But in the meantime, if I don't come back, then just know I'm doing well and I'm well rested. And I hope that my experience is going to put you at ease. I even have videos in my bio of in my highlights on my personal Instagram where it shows me injecting myself and how easy it is. So I hope that if I can do it, then so can you. So please, anyone out there, if you're currently considering freezing your eggs, but you're not sure if you should, I'm telling you, do it or at least make the appointment just something to consider and to think about. And again, it may be covered through insurance for you if you're an employee and you work for a good company. So definitely just take a look and find out. If you want more scientific information about freezing your eggs, IVF, and fertility issues for women and men, make sure you tune in to my episode with Dr. Gadir about freezing eggs. You'll find everything you need to know on that episode from a week or two ago.
anyway you guys i love you so much thank you so much for going through this journey with me thank you so much for listening to another beautiful episode and don't forget to subscribe don't forget to leave me a five-star review if you enjoyed this episode and i will see you thursday have a beautiful day Mwah.